listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards is with us this morning. Good morning. My dear, dear friend. Welcome back, Frank. Um, thank you so much. It's, uh, it's been special. <laughs> and oh, I have to say some things, though. If you want to text yeah. the show, uh, you can do so on 81215. That's the number. 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Good morning, guys. <laughs> OK, so... Um, How have you been? We missed you. Yeah, I've been on a... I tell you what, I went to walking. I went oh, on a lovely. walking holiday. Mm. Um, the Sussex Downs. Oh, I love the Downs. Oh, man, what a patchwork quilt it is. Mm-hmm. And also the joy, if I may say so, at uh, this early in the morning, the joy of spontaneous urination. <laughs> you know, you just want one, you have one. Mm. It's, oh, it's like being really? an animal. Yeah. That's oh, is that what you do on walking holidays? Yes. Are you sure it's called walking holidays? <laughs> yeah, definitely. You just... Um, because... You know, so often we timetable um, that process. Mm. You think, well, I'll have one before I go out and, mm. and all that. When you get to work, you think, I'll have one first set me up. You just walk in it, you just think, oh, you know what? I need one now. And you just do it. When you say you need one now, though, I mean, you go into the bushes, it doesn't just happen. I, 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 I look towards the bushes. Okay. Yeah, but there's nobody about, you see. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's, it, uh, I'm, I miss that. Mm. I must say, already I miss it. I, it took me a bit of while to um, reacclimatize. <laughs> yeah, I'd find, when, that, um, I'd find that hard. I, I paid them off. Did you have a couple of misfires or yeah. straight into it? <laughs> I tell you what, um, I'd like to start in with a, with a text in this morning, right? Twelve okay. fifteen. Do people ever tidy a farm? Tidy a farm. Every oh, farm we went past, they're a mess. They are. What a mess they are. They're farms. a hot mess. I mean, abandoned vehicles, <laughs> machines. You don't even know what the machine is, but rusted. And, and to be fair, you were outside Lotto Lout's house. No. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. There's always hay everywhere. And... Well, you expect that. I expect oh, a bit of hay. And, and ex- excrement I can live with on a farm. <laughs> but there's just there's things like... I tell you mm. what, there's abandoned projects. Yeah. yeah. There's things that we're going to do, and they thought, oh, we can't be bothered with this. <laughs> And even in, they even say that on the Sussex Downs, which I actually, <laughs> But if there's any farmers or anyone with any sort of farm associations, um, uh, I'd love to know. Does anyone say, I'll tell you what, we'll have a bit of a spring, we'll tidy up the yeah. yard today. Get the cleaners no, in. they don't. I guess if you've got a lot of land oh, yeah. and something goes a bit wrong, you can just start somewhere else. Well, that's it. It's yeah. like having a really, yeah. really big bedroom. It's like, or like living in <laughs> Hampton Court or something. I mean, you just think, oh, well, I'll leave that mess. Yeah. And that, like, that's what happened with the wives, leave that mess in that room. No, well, often... Move on to a new one in another room. Yeah, I, I once looked at a house that a couple had lived in and the, blo- the woman had left the bloke and he put the house Legend. on the... Legend. Yeah. <laughs> he put the house on the market... And there was, like, plates on the table with food. <laughs> I mean, he, he, that was it with yeah. him. There was a swimming pool, yes. There was a swimming pool. <laughs> and it was green. I mean, he had literally walked out of that house and put it wow. on the market. Um, a, a farmer bought it, apparently, but it was all right. <laughs> 
But really, I, they must have a day. Let's have a day today. I yeah. suppose if you've got animals, yeah. you can't say we'll have a tidying day today while they don't get fed or... Yeah. Well, they're all onto themselves. Yeah. Also, here's a question. Yeah. I don't expect our readers to know this, but maybe, uh, maybe the producer will know the answer. Daisy. Um... We were walking and we came across an enormous radio mast, uh-huh. which was, you know, oh. where's our mast? <laughs> <laughs> we got, have we got a mast? We've got to have a mast, haven't you, if you're a, if you're a radio. If you know where our mast is... Can anyone hear us? But we've got to have a mast. Is this radio one of those Capricorn station? One things where this is all a joke? I mean, not actually broadcasting to anyone. No, that's why no one ever mentions it. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I believe we have mast news. Oh, well, we found our mast. Um, your mast, this is from 191. Yeah. Your mast is in Crystal Palace Transmitting Station. I know, I used to work there. That's wow. Owen from Edenbridge. He worked at the mast. Just off to the mast today. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what wow. does he do there? Polish it? What's the job at the mast? Yeah, 993 has said mast is at Crystal Palace bounce from telecom tower. Mm. Bounce from the... T- I mean, t- just think about this. This is awesome. <laughs> Me saying this now is bouncing <laughs> off the telecom. It's like billiards. Yeah. <laughs> off the telecom tower. It hits the, the mast at Crystal Palace. Well, 613 says you don't have your own mast on your own building. It's cable to... take that back. (laughs) It's cable to regional masts. And then he said, duh, Nick. Oh, does that mean his line went dead? (laughs) I don't know. It might be German. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. He's just going to say something else. (laughs) Cut off. It was a misspelling. He meant to say, hair, Nick. He said, duh, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Oh, well, sorry, I didn't know that. I'm a creator, you know, I'm art and crafts. Mm. <laughs> I'm not Matt, I'm not the mast side of things. We have people in overalls looking after the mast, mm. I'm guessing. We had one this morning. Yeah, we had an engineer in this morning. Lovely. Um, I think we should yeah. discuss the general election. The what? I know. <laughs> I don't know. There's people I'm saying, oh, I'm sick of the general election. But we'll do it in an offbeat fashion. Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> well, I saw there was a vote. Whoa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there was, um, did you see that um, Katie Price <laughs> Instagrammed about the general election? She yeah. said, so, ki- hi- so sick of hearing about the Labour Party, Conservative Party. Everybody knows there ain't no party like an S-Club party. <laughs> Excellent. I think that's quite decent material. Yeah, I do. You She's know what? Funny I'm having that. I'm having that. <laughs> people were very, people were very angry about it. Were they? You know, people get very angry about things on the oh, internet. Oh, people get angry about it. It's all right for such as people, such as Katie Price, to joke, but for the average Joe Blogs, yeah, saying that sexist, know, making yeah. points about very, that. Joe with an E, I bet <laughs> sexist. Shut your gob, Katie. You disgust me. You were my idol, but not anymore. Abusive (laughs) and fickle. I mean, from idle to shut your gob is quite. uh, That's talk about a swing to the. uh, That's gone. To the Labour Party. There's nothing on the swing that's gone away from Katie Price in that person's house. My goodness. Well, one of the, um, I think one of the main take take takeouts from the evening 
Well, I didn't get a takeout. Well, I'll tell you what it was. It was people thanking the police, as far as oh, our really? show is concerned. There, can I say there is a tradition on this? Show. A, a man told me that he was in a he was in a, a stage show in the West End that was going so badly. <laughs> And the audience were de- dying away from him so badly that he suddenly stopped the show and asked for a round of applause for the police just to wake them up, and they all they all applauded. Well, my timeline was littered with them. I had uh, John Van Villa saying Corbyn doing the Frank Skinner classic. Let's hear it for the police. Brilliant. And apparently Theresa May thanked the police. See, it's, cut, it's cut right across. Oh, okay. it's cut right across. <laughs> Vince Cable, I bet he doesn't need a mask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, I'll tell you what I have got. Yeah, go on. Those cars with the loudspeakers on the top. Oh, yeah. They yes. used to get on polling day. I mean, I'd like, <laughs> is it, did anyone have one in their, in their area? I haven't seen one. No. Certainly... Well, there wasn't um, one in this, ele- this election They were quite for us. sort of primitive campaigning. It just said, vote Conservative. Yes, yeah. Vote Labour. Yeah. Citizens <laughs> of... Ham- I always imagine they said that, but that was in sci-fi films where people had to be evacuated because <laughs> there were giant ants coming out of the hill. But, yeah, they would just shout stuff like, vote Labour. It's like someone's going past and think, oh, that's a good idea. And you know what? <laughs> to I be wasn't honest, going to, but your argument was so yeah, persuasive. To be honest, when I heard that said at the normal volume, <laughs> I, it never really affected me, but hearing it slightly amplified and distorted like that, that's exactly... Exactly what I'm going to do. And if someone's gone to the lengths of souping up their car to make a political point, they're committed to that. Well, point. do you do you do that though? Do you yeah. get a car and think I'm going to put a loudspeaker, or can you buy a loudspeaker <laughs> car? If yeah. I looked at what car, um, obviously you wouldn't have to say what car because it was so loud you'd have heard it the first time. <laughs> Could I buy a loudspeaker car? Could I go out now and buy a loudspeaker car? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You were asking about those cars with vehicles with loudspeakers on them. Yes. And Alison Battier said a loudspeaker vote Labour car drove past a pub in NW6 in London on Thursday. Ah. Did it say anything? <laughs> well, I don't know. She's unclear, but. Yeah, I saw one the other day. I didn't even speak. <laughs> But 095 said had a loudspeaker car in Smethwick for the recent mayoral election. Oh. They do still exist, then. They go. used to be absolutely part and part. I'll tell you mm. what, was, what incredible... If, I, if someone had said to me 20 years ago, right, in, in 2017 there's going to be an election, what do you think will still be popular? The loudspeaker <clears throat> car, which then was in its pomp. Yeah. The loudspeaker oh, yeah. car or the rosette. <laughs> I would have said, no, the rosette will be gone. The rosette's already gone out of football. In fact, I can't... Off the top of my head, I can't think of another context where you see a rosette on a human being. Mm. You only ever see them on yes. animals. Animals and politicians. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, all the supporters <laughs> of politicians. But the rosette... Did people ever wear them? Did oh, they? yeah, they still see those. Yeah. yeah, they're still... I saw Vince Cable in one on the telly yeah, just the other yeah, night. Yeah. Maybe vegetables at a fair... Might put a rosette on a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. Vegetable. vegetable. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Animal, vegetable, politician. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but a lot of one, very wonderful moments in the election. Um, oh, I, thought, I like the tone. I thought, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was very, uh, it was a regional one show. <laughs> I liked it. 
Jeremy Corbyn high-fiving Emily Thornbury. Yes, in, did you see that? Did you? I did, yes. Well, it was... A, it was slow motion? It wasn't high enough, the five, it turned <laughs> well, out. Also, he was high-five... She was pointing. I know. And he yeah. went to high-five her extended I know, finger. I know what he did, That Frank. could have been terrible. That could have left him with political stigmata. <laughs> But she got was, sharp nails. It was so... It what was, if he'd broke a finger? What if he'd just slapped it on the end and Well, I think it? that would have been infinitely preferable to what actually happened, yeah. which he, I don't even want to discuss. Well, it makes me feel so ill. He got a, he I, got a right in the Thornbury. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't tell if he actually went all the way to a boob. <laughs> Or um, oh, or if he stopped, because we needed a, a camera that was side on. He like, went all the way. It's like when they're trying to work out if a player dived or not. You often, yeah. to see if there's actual contact, you need another angle. He there was think, deep I, impact yeah, there. I think he made contact, but it was like touching a hot plate or something, yeah, where he pulled yeah. it back so fast yeah. that it was like... We've all done it. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, that you, was, you have. Yeah, I and, have. You know, it's like, Jeremy, you're supposed to be beating the right wing, not the right breast. <laughs> Oh. And it was the right breast. It was the right breast. I mean, was that's it? such a clever. See, that joke's so neat. It's like a little yeah, envelope. It was. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's like a, it's like a samosa. <laughs> it's neatly folded up with the contents there. And it always, I always wonder if um, the manufacturers of samosas, I, I, think, you know, mm-hmm. I think of them as Indian, but maybe um, because right are, across the Asian subcontinent. Yeah, yeah. Do they use a ruler? So, because they're so neat. They are such a neat. Is it just a device isosceles triangle, the samosa? Yeah. Text in on eight twelve fifteen. Oh no, no, you've asked. I wouldn't know an answer like that. Isosceles. Maybe they get trigonometry involved. Do they have to? I want mathematicians. Sokotoa. I um I wore Pressing. one on holiday once while sunbathing. I just wore a one. I was just a samosa on a on, a, on an elastic band. <laughs> for, you know, for the all over town. I know that. I wore three once. Same yeah. reason. Yeah, I think I was in Formosa. That was the weird. I think that's where I got the idea from. Looking back. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Three two seven. You get rosettes on the bride to be on hen nights. Do you really? You mm. see, I try not to look. It's one of my <laughs> no, because um, yeah, no, they're you, never in a suitable place. If you have no, any, they're always on no, the no, thornberries, aren't they? No, I, you don't I, want to look on the thornberries, Frank. No, it'd be good if they become th- the thornberries. Yeah, nice pair of thornberries. Well, talking of thornberries, didn't the Miss World contestants have them on the thornberries on the cosy? Oh, oh mate. No, they have sashes, don't oh, they? Oh, you're right, Frank. You're so right. Oh, I wish the political supporters <laughs> would wear sashes. <laughs> that would be great. I thought of something else that could be like a word that comes at the election. So mm. somebody says, uh, oh, God, my thornbury's like to get a sports bra. <laughs> or um, the fact that um, UKIP didn't win any seats yeah. at all. Yeah. I wonder if... You could start, because the leader was Paul Nuttall, if you could start saying, oh, I've got Nuttall. <laughs> what about sweet Nuttall? Uh, yeah, absolutely Nuttall. <laughs> I had a lot that was Nuttall there. Because <laughs> people do go into the language, don't they, names yeah, like yeah. that? I I can't, can you think of an example of something that's gone into the... The malapropism, oh, for yeah. example, well, based on Mrs Malaprop. Yeah, I know. 
Well, think of one, Frank. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'd like to discuss Lord Buckethead. <laughs> He's another one. Yeah. The, the Bucket, I think, was named. Was that named after him? I don't know if I got my chronology right. Yeah. So tell He's me about Lord Buckethead. Well, he stood at... Uh, well, He's literally a character. You're a fan of his work, Gareth, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, no, I think he's got some excellent um, policies. On his manifesto. Because, <laughs> you know, he's actually got a manifesto. The only thing that let him down, we should say he was standing... There's always the joke candidate, He's one of these things. He's, yeah. he's, he's mm. in the tradition of... Yeah. I think the, the grand masters of yeah. the joke things <laughs> are the... the Monster raving yeah. loony party. Yeah. And every election, I'm always amazed that <laughs> in the age of political correctness, you can be called the monster yeah. raving loony. Yeah. Party. And also that they're and because they're not campaigning for men's mental health, are they? No, yes. no. they really are no. not. They are. They're basically they're foolish. <laughs> Yeah. I also like <laughs> that they found their look in 1974 <laughs> with the top hat and the slight. Yeah. Well, it was scre- it was screaming Lord Soch, yeah. of course. It was the, at the centre of when they but started. But it looked like someone from Birmingham in 1974, and they've stayed with that. <laughs> well, I I saw screaming Lord Soch live. Oh, name dropper. Uh, and when I saw him, he, he's he's hit. It wasn't quite a hit, but it was like his famous song was called Hands of the Ripper. And it was a song about Jack the Ripper. Charming. And he was carried... I was about 13 when I saw him. Mm. And he was carried on stage in a white coffin by um, four topless women. I mean, there was thornberries everywhere you look. <laughs> Rosettes. And for a 13-year-old boy, that was, it was really quite a moment. Mm. And I remember he did his song, Hands of the Ripper. And you know the people do a song and then they, <laughs> they do a little bit of banter after it? Mm. Yeah. And he said... Um, he, he, he finished Hands of the Ripper and he said, um, I wish Jack the Ripper was alive today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. they, were, they were simpler times. Chamon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he saw him as sort Can of you a folk imagine hero. If, a if a politician said that now, what happened? But we didn't even think it was that. I mean, looking back, it was like perhaps the most outrageous <laughs> thing I've ever heard said. <laughs> At the time, I think there was a bunch of teddy boys who gave him a round of applause. I mean, it's ridiculous as well. He'd be very old. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe that's it. I wish he was alive today. He might be a bit nicer. (laughs) He'll have mellowed. Yeah, he'd he'd have mellowed, I would have thought. Oh, my goodness, mate. I think Mr Buckethead, um, when it comes... Lord Lord Buckethead, please. I think Lord Buckethead is a a pale imitation. Oh, I don't know. There was a really... No, 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 no. A pale. (laughs) A pale. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, thank (laughs) <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Frank, we were discussing names that have gone into the common vernacular. Yes, Thornbury's. Now that we've decided Thornbury's and... Uh, and the fact that we've, we've got not all else yeah. to, yeah. to, uh, to put into that MK Knight has suggested bucket. it's all gone a bit Pete Tong. Oh, well, that is a classic yeah, example. It's Absolute, the classic, isn't absolute it? Absolute classic example. There's none better. I mean, it is slightly different, if I'm going to be picky. In, okay. It's actually rhyming slang in a way that Thornbury's mm. and not all isn't. Oh, yeah, OK, well done. Yes. The old Ron pick-up on that one. Yes. But... Now, Frank, also, we were discussing off-air, we got into a conversation about top hats, rather surreally. yeah. Well, you led it very well, much. Well, I know, but I am quite obsessed by the fact that Top Hats had a resurgence in the 70s. Which Was that when the, the Monster Raven Looney, I think yeah. of them as late 60s, but I, certainly Lord Soch favoured a Top Hat. Everyone had bad teeth. It was that yeah. point in time, basically. 
yes. and Noddy Holder wore top hats in the seventies. Mark Bolan had a top hat. Mm. Why the obsession? I think Alice Cooper. Yeah. Slash. Slash bringing it. Oh, you better hurry up then. Yeah. <laughs> See if we're on a country walk. <laughs> I'd have one in my top hat. See how I brought the themes together. Um, no, I, I don't know now um, that one. Do you. I occasionally. I think quite recently I saw an ordinarily dressed bloke in a bowler hat. Yeah. Mm. He just had like a normal suit on and stuff and a bowler hat, no tie. And he'd obviously thought to himself, I'm going to be, you know, self-styled, mm. colourful character. Yeah. But you've got to go, to wear a top hat, I don't, is there anyone who unironically wears a top hat now? Because you see them yes. at Ascot and weddings. Well, yes, you see them jauntily at an angle. But is, but is there a anyone sort of who's, who's just going wearing. out the house <laughs> and grabs a top hat off the hat stand and puts a top well, hat on? I, I was in Camden Town yesterday. Oh, yeah. And there was, oh, I would say... Give my love to Noel Fielding. 13-year-old boy... <laughs> And he was wearing a top hat, and then on the top hat were, like, flying glasses. If I was in Camden Town and I saw a 13-year-old boy in in a top hat, I would assume he was part of a pickpocketing game. (laughs) Artful Dodger loved a top hat. Oh, man, he lived for a top hat. Yeah, there was a certain... It was the sort of glam rock, there was a romanticism, I think, attached to them, whereas less so now. I mean, you get the old pussycat doll wearing them with a tutu. See, if I was a a Tory um, candidate, (laughs) I would wear a top hat. (laughs) I I just, you know, sometimes... You just got to embrace the stereotype. If, if the hat fits. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, back to the. I tell you what, it's an interesting thing that happened in the space of seven days. Peter Salis died. Oh, I know. Yeah. And um, Nick Clegg lost his seat. Double mm. Clegg, double Clegg disaster. Yeah. Um, what about that? What's the chances of that? Well, Frank, probably I... the two most famous Cleggs. Yeah. Would you say in in British popular culture? Clegg. In the same week. Yeah, he was Clegg, wasn't he? Oh, uh, I see, yes. Oh, yes. Weird. Supernatural. Phone Arthur C. Clark type of a coincidence. Frank. You're all looking a bit the distressed. Omen. No, no it's I'm, the I'm, omens. I'll tell you what, I'm just Does reluctant. Does anyone call Clegg listening now? They're thinking, <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'm reluctant to do with this morning style insensitive gear change. Okay. But someone has asked, uh, someone said, <laughs> I enjoyed Frank's Ali documentary. Has he had work done? Um, no, you haven't worked on. Well, I had uh, I had a bit of stuff done in the kitchen recently, but we'd been fl- no. My, I haven't had any. I haven't taken no Botox, no work done. People keep thinking you've had work done. Isn't that lovely? That's though, because Frank? well, they can. What they don't want to accept is that you look a bit younger if you don't drink, smoke, or do drugs, and that is not the reason they want to hear. Um, I think it'll all happen in one. So I'll wake up one morning and I'll look. Oh, I think it all happens in one big go. Oh. You know when you wake up one morning and you think, oh, that's the creases from the um, bedclothes on my face. <laughs> and then two hours later you're thinking, those creases are holding on. <laughs> it's just when people say you look tired and you go, no, this is pretty much me now. By the way, isn't bedclothes a fabulous <laughs> thing? The idea of getting a bed and then dressing it in clothes. Is... <laughs> and then wrapping yourself up in its clothes. Yeah, I'm going to get an enormous shirt for my bed. <laughs> I need to go to the same shop for my mattress that SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> goes to. I know the stuff, there'll be stuff that fits. <laughs> Very large square pants for or your Ma- mattress. Or, or um, Mar- Maradona must go to the same <laughs> shop. Anyone who's square 
I, not that a, it's Scott not square. It's a rect- He's quite square. It's a rectangle, I suppose, isn't it? A, a, a mattress. Yeah. You don't normally get a square mattress. That'd be a decision to make, wouldn't it? Yeah. Every <laughs> night you think, ooh, which way? What about a circular mattress? <laughs> Water beds are often that way. Circular mattress. Oh, um, <laughs> well, I've been on a few waterbeds in my time. I, I don't think I've Have you really? Yeah. I've never been on. If you had a circular, I've led a colourful life, Frank. <laughs> Say if you had, if you, if you were um, in, a, in a sort of a um, at a frivolous party, yeah, and you had a, a circular bed, you could have it like one of those lazy Susans. Yeah. And spin it round <laughs> to the next. Um, I think we better move on. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'll tell you who I always get rather obsessed by on election night because it's their big Martin McCutcheon moment. Is the returning officer? Oh yeah, they who love are now, it. Oh, yes. they love it. I mean, they they are quite frightening characters. I think I wouldn't want to live next door to one. I felt sorry for the woman at uh, Newcastle because they had a mad race to be the first uh, yeah. result. Mm. And then... <laughs> it was, the sound system was oh, all really? over the place. Oh, and Dimble Bubble lost it. Yeah, it's like, I, can't, I can't hear what's going on. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was so... He's all right in his BBC yeah. studio. You know, this is a... It's like a Boy Scout hall in Newcastle. What do they expect yeah. the sound system to be like? I know. What about they kept showing the clip of the girl running with a box? Yeah. Where there are people dressed yeah. in sports kit and then they're running with the box as fast as they can. That's the election equivalent of the jumping up and down with the A-level <laughs> results, isn't it? Young exactly. girl with the box. I know, I know. But old, old Tim was so unsympathetic. Oh, why aren't the first results in London <laughs> where they have proper sound systems? <laughs> well, what I love about Dimble Bubble is he's becoming a bit of a grumpy old man and he doesn't care. Hmm. So he's he's just a bit, you know, he's oh, so snappy, which I quite like. I've, I've, I've worked nights in the past, right? Mm. I mean... It sounds like you're a minor. Well, when I had proper when I had proper jobs. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, a lot of people work nights. They go on about bit of being up all night, one night in five years, <laughs> as if it's like climbing Everest. Yes, we've been here all night. So what? <laughs> so get on with your job. I don't have to know. Don't tell me about your hours. Tell me about the election. <laughs> they honestly are so heroic. I've I've done a one night shift in five years. <laughs> Good, as, as Emily would say. Go on, say. Good for you. <laughs> exactly. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. Good morning. Um, you can text our show on 8-12-15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So I felt like, I don't know about you, but I felt like the turning point of the election Hmm. was when they asked Theresa May what the naughtiest thing she ever did was. Hmm. Yeah. It was... um, She has come out and said that she was a goody-two-shoes as a child. Um, And um, Oh, yeah, it's all right for her. She had two shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Corbyn probably said. <laughs> Showing off. Huh? She had to get that in. How many shoes she had? <laughs> Typical. I bet they were leopard print. She likes a leopard print. Oh, here. she likes very ornate well, and colourful shoes. It's a shoes. bit sort of entry level saucy, if I'm on. It's a bit all oh, chocolate body paint on the way home. <laughs> and get those yeah. leopard print heels out as uh, well. Oh, yeah. 
I find it a bit route one, if I'm honest. Baby doll nighty. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> she she said she was a bookish child. Yeah. Rectangular. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, should, yeah. she should go to my mattresses, uh, cloud shop. Did she, she have one of those square belts then? <laughs> like SpongeBob. <laughs> and she um I mean she floundered. They're supposed to be prepared for any question and she really struggled to say mm. I don't know if it was that she was flicking through in her mind all the ter- truly terrible the things. What if, what if she'd come up you remember when they did it on um, I'm a celebrity get me out of here and they were all saying things like, Well, you know, I put um salt in my mum's tea. Yeah. And Sean Ryder said, uh, I, I set the school on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, arson, as I think, has trumped all the other naughty things. So, Teresa... Uh, but, yes, but she said, and I'll... Um, I think it should have been, I called a snap election. <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's the naughtiest Imagine thing. Imagine she, she'd have gone for that. I know, I know, I mean, what, she, I know all sorts of um, people listen to this show, vote for all sorts of parties, and I respect your choice. People but have surely, even if you're a Conservative, if you're a student of comedy... Something about calling call an election and then it going wrong. You have to see that. The, Come on, the, guys, you've got to see the funny, funny side. Yeah. By the way, I've, I've, I, I got I confused a lot. Of, I saw people looking at me a bit strange every time I met. I realised I'd started in an old bloke sort of way, calling it a flash election. <laughs> called a flash election. <laughs> I'd forgotten what Instead it was called. Snap, snap election. Yeah. Well, they just make these phrases. But I forgot. So one saying, of these I was, new I was flash that, elections. The things with the flash election. <laughs> and they were looking. I, 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 two or three people just giving me that sort of. A, and you know when you're too old to correct because they think it's the beginning of something. You yeah, know, bad. They just think we'll leave it. My, I can remember having someone on this show who didn't know what Brexit was. <laughs> oh, was that? What ouchie. <laughs> I think that was quite early in the day. No, it was not. It was quite, not. Early, it wasn't. quite it wasn't. early in the day. It really wasn't. <laughs> um, but what she when had... it come down to it, you knew not all. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what her her thing was, she yeah. said, or well, she said, oh goodness me, well I suppose, oh gosh, well I don't know, I, oh I suppose I better think, 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 think. Uh, oh, guys, dear. can I say what she said as a ramp, which <laughs> made me almost vomit? <laughs> oh was, dear. Well, I don't think anybody is ever perfectly behaved, <laughs> are they? Oh, nah. I didn't like that. She said, I have to confess, when me and my friend sort of used to run through the fields of wheat, well, the farmers weren't too pleased about that. <laughs> no. Yeah, like they care about tidiness. <laughs> <laughs> I probably didn't notice. Never got over there. I've been uh, building that, um, that. Is it a water pop or is it a... I've got uh, lots of rusty she screws. Was, she, was like, she was lucky she wasn't severed by an abandoned combine harvester. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Once you get rust, she'd die. They couldn't get her to a tetanus injection in time. <laughs> oh, God. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. Can I say, I predicted that this election would be a, a shocker. Did you? Wow. On Don't Ask Me, Ask Britain, the very first episode. Wow. When I said, I, I, I said, everyone's thinking it's a foregone conclusion, but nowadays with Trump and um, Brexit, 
And I think my other example was Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> Boaty McBoatface. Yes. No one saw that coming. No. And uh, this, it's been a bit of a Boaty McBoatface um, yeah. election. And about Boaty McBoatface. And like an about fast. Oh, I that could see. Could be yeah. another thing. Like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Boaty Boaty McVault fast. That would sound be. clumsy in its sentence. Though. Yeah, you're right. But she, yeah, I'm um, trying. yeah. The... <laughs> I'm doing my best. I don't know why it wasn't me. So, <laughs> I um, was there any point when you thought that? It might actually that Labour might win or something. That would be that shocking. It never never looked like that, did it? No. Because when I saw Jeremy Corbyn like punching the air outside Labour HQ, I thought <laughs> made a change oh, from the Thornberrys. Probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's he probably reach, reaching for a Thornberry. <laughs> Who knows what he's I trying to do? I mean, yeah. the guy's the guy's punching everything. Hands all over the place like an octopus. I mean, I could, you know, can I just did, say he's not? It was a mistake. He did. He did well, but. Uh, I, I didn't think it was a, a, a sort of a punch the air. Result. Well, it was because she called it, I suppose, wasn't it? And it seemed like he was, she was supposed to do better. Mm. Surely, Miss, Mrs. Well, May. I know, Mrs. I, I, knew, I know that. Theresa May, she was supposed to do, but improve. But yes, no, it was. Yeah, but also I think we've been starved from positive things. I think it seemed like all hope was. Oh no, I can understand. All hope was gone. I cannot, it just seemed to be a subtext of yes, yeah. despite me. Yes. We did that. And it's like he's joining in a bit that it's yeah. kind of unbelievable. Yeah. And I think yeah. he should have... I'd he like should him. be a bit cooler about it. He should it. return yeah, a bit more. I'm, I'm, a great, I'm, I'm a great politician. I knew that would do well. What are you talking about? And he's got the kids voting. Oh, and the kids. Uh, it's all about the pesky you, kids. You, yeah. you can't win anything with kids. Not true. As Alan Hansen said. But <laughs> then Neil, he was right. Fact, yeah. He was right back then. Not in this case. Well, he didn't actually win it. No. But... Um, yeah, the trouble is the next election. If if unless the, you know this crumbles, will be mm. five years time. All those kids will be voting Tory. Yeah, that's five true. years it's older. When, when people mm. get older, oh god! Well, yeah. speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I was I was nice to see him happy. My one problem really with Jeremy Corbyn is yeah. that I, I can't. A, a Marxist who doesn't like missiles is such a missed opportunity because I thought if he got in, we could have some really great May Day parade. <laughs> and I love it. God, I love a missile on a truck. Yeah. It's, I mean, I you know. Ju- it's you and your Russian romanticism. I know. This is what you like. You I want know, that music playing. It's such a shame, though, that he's got all the other tools and he doesn't, doesn't like the big missiles. I know. It's I not- mean, I don't mind if they're, they're blanks. Can you get blanks? You can style? still embrace. I think he's still quite Cold War chic, though, with the clothes and things. Yeah, yeah but, but you've got uh, to frighten the capitalists. That's oh, part yes. of it. They're not scared of. Well, I'll they're scared what, of sharing, but. I'll tell you what <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like. And uh, I mean, uh, I. Oh, it's all right to say. So I, I always vote Labour, and, I vote, and, and we got. Where I am, it was Tulip Sadiq, and she I, got I'm in with familiar, a massively, yeah. massively bigger thing. Actually. Um, politicians with flowers in their names, 8, 12, 15. Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm in a Labour stronghold, Gareth. No. Um, but I no, didn't... I'm not. I tell what is, um, I, what is conservative it? to the core. I tell mm. you what I, I didn't like. I didn't like um, him and, um, and Fallon from the Lib Dems, mm. Jeremy and Fallon, oh. uh, both asked, said that she should resign. 
Oh, she should definitely resign. It's a bit like, you know, when a footballer does a foul and one of the other footballers mimes holding up a red card to the referee and you think, oh, no, they're trying to get him sent off. Mind your own business. I don't think you should be trying to put... I, I don't, don't want their noses in the mess. Yeah, I don't want a socialist leader who's trying to put people out of work. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I thought there was a very Shakespearean moment before the election. Oh, lovely! Um, a bit like Macbeth, where one of the someone's phone. Thanks, Come on, get your phones off. I mean, what's going on? Was it me? I think it was you. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's quite funny. shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. One of one of the players in the drama to come visited a soothsayer <laughs> in Portsmouth, oh, yes. was it? Bojo, Boris Johnson. Bojo visited a soothsayer. And went to a fortune teller. Yes. He did. In um, Plymouth. <laughs> And um, can I say that well-known <clears throat> fortune-telling area? But there is there is a, a sweet logic to that because mm. what they do, they get a lot of political experts on the telly for mm. the election run-up, and then ask them to make predictions. Mm. Why not get some people where predictions is their business? <laughs> That's right. And then, you know, I know that they, they yeah. might miss out on the political side of things, but it's just yeah. they always... It's like the flip side of politician uh, expert people mm. yeah. doing predictions. So this is a... He went to a predictor, yeah. which is fair mm. enough. Um, and he was asking what they what the prediction was going to be, and there was a man and a lady, wasn't it? It was a, a chorus, I think it was called. The man had a black polo neck and <laughs> something which I particularly always love, which is bald head with shades resting yeah. on the bald head. Oh yeah, like Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I'm worried that, that you don't get the full coverage with that, though. He really needs quite a few pairs to, like, cover the whole area. <laughs> I'd love to see him. Like those people that used to, on the black market, selling watches, a bloke with about nine pairs of Ray-Bans <laughs> across a bald head. But I just worry when the steel frames, the hotness on the pate. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I'm, I have, um, I've missed out on baldness. I'd be honest with you. You're I, really I, lucky. You've still got a, a lovely thatch. If I was bald and I uh, I did the thing with the shades on, the, I'd go out with the shades on the head, but before I went out, I'd get a friend who was some an artist to paint two really good eyes underneath them so that when I took the shades off, there was two eyes on the top of my head. I, I just think that would be a great moment. I think that for bald people, they don't always uh, they don't always use it as much as they could for well, comedy. Well, I think they're, sometimes there's shame and there shouldn't be. Yeah, I've lived next door to some bald people and they were very nice people. <laughs> I'd like, you know, when you see I've a bald... I've got ball, friends who are bald. When you see a bald... Oh, ball, no, I don't go that far. When you see a bald person in a beanie hat... Mm. See, I would take that off, say, on the bus, and uh, it just looked like I'd, I'd, I'd have had a decoration <laughs> on the top, make it look like a big thornberry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... So Boris, um, I'm so worried about. By the way, that the um, the the psychic people yeah. mm. were called a Cora. Yeah. Yes. Now, I mean, this, come on. this has got an element of southern fried chicken <laughs> yes. to me. It's somebody who thought, well, we're doing predicting. <laughs> Let's get a name so they think yeah. they're getting a bit of like you know television psychic. Yeah. Are they jumping on. on the bandwagon, or oh. maybe they're part of the prestigious Acora family? The, well, the, the Acora dynasty. Yeah. I wonder whether yeah. I think there might have been an extra C or maybe one less. They've they've oh, changed the spelling that's slightly. Like Shania Twain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. It's Kelvin classics yeah. all over again. They're the no oasis of the Clermont world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that, that put me off them. She had um, hair that... She, oh, I'm going to be honest, she looked like she dyed it. Really? Um, but it was very blonde and... But then again, Boris looks like he's dyed it and I don't think he has. No. No, he's natural, I think. No, he's a natural. He's got to have a bit of the... Um, the Icelandic sort of Scandinavian in him somewhere. Yeah. Um, and what happened in the exchange, Gary? Well, he, the man was saying, Labour, Labour. This, this is shades, as we'll call him. Yeah. Yes, but Boris wanted Kermit. to hear <laughs> from the oracle, the yes. lady, but she was she was clamming up. She was um, being shifty and she didn't want to share. But then he pushed her and she she properly went for him, said, you're having a laugh you're taking away my pension and then my rights and then you come and ask for something for nothing. <laughs> I've got to yeah. say, that was a brilliant response. It was Nailed it. I mean, and fair play his to... His reaction uh, was old very... Old Mar of Cora. <laughs> <laughs> his reaction was great. He went, oh, yes, OK. <laughs> <laughs> How funny these working-class people are. <laughs> that was his response. Oh, oh well, it was, and... it was, it was a fabulous moment. Mm. Anyway, core, as I say. Anyway, there was a general election. I think that sums up what we've been yeah, saying. It's done. Um, and uh, as a Labour voting Roman Catholic, ending up with a Conservative DUP coalition <laughs> is not my dream ticket. But you know what? I find in the end things just rattle along the same, don't they? Yeah. Good night. Oh no, sorry, it's not the end. Oh, it's morning, sir. <laughs> oh. Frank. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I um, I tell you what I did uh, this this week. I've been re-reading the first novel I ever read. Oh, wow. what's do that? You ever, do you ever re-read a book? Because sometimes you yes, think I do. you get to my age and you think, really, I, I don't have time to re-read. I need to acquire new stuff. What clock's mm. ticking? Yeah, I'm thinking. No. I mean, I. It was like the first full because I think the first book I ever read was The House with Four Corners. No, the the street, the village with four corners. Where well, obviously left an Roger impression. Red Hat, Billy Blue Hat. I don't know. Not that. like the first ever book. Like first Vill- proper village with four corners. Proper novel. <laughs> no. That was the terrible. Book's book. Early the first reading. book I read was um, The Samosa with Three Corners, <laughs> <laughs> set in the Asian subcontinent, and surprisingly um, enriching. Yeah, I like. Oh, let's talk about samosas. I really fancy one now. <laughs> but do you know what? I mean, I'll you've dropped enough hints. Why are there not samosas in this room? You should have picked sure. up. I'm not, I'm not go, a huge fan. Frank. I used to drink in you know, a, a, a pub run by Indian people when I first started um, drinking, aged, I'd say, fourteen. Lovely. And um, had you read the book by then, or <laughs> was that before? The no, I hadn't. I didn't read my first novel until I was twenty-one. Mm-hmm. What about that? Really? This is. I always uh, saying grown-up novel. This is my stroke DUP's Britain. <laughs> um, and, Britain. Yeah, my... Made up. Yeah. Um, made up. Mm, I like it. And um, I forgot what I was saying. You were talking about yes. the first novel that you read when you were 21. Yes. Uh, but I, I used to drink in a and pub in when a I was 14 and they sold samosas and mm. they used to call them fangits. Okay. They say, do you want a fangit? I said, oh, yeah, OK. No, wait, what happened to that, though? I don't know. How? I'm a little bit worried about it, but... 
it was Indi- it was Indian people telling oh, me oh, about it. Was. it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I know, but it just it. makes me feel a bit bristly. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm no, just telling you what they know. Yeah, I know. I know. But good. Oh, and God, what was, so what was the first book? What was the first book? I ain't the modern world. <laughs> <laughs> was your first book Fanlit or? It was um, Fanjit. Fanjit. Um, it was my first book was. Saturday night and Sunday morning. Oh. Um, oh, was that Alan Sillater? Oh, Alan Sillater. You can wait till the movie. <laughs> well, I think Room at the Top uh, was quite early doors for me. Uh, which is a very similar northern... Yeah. yeah. I love that. Room, room at, at the, the Top. top. It's all got a bit Emily Thornberry. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard <laughs> Yeah, she didn't have much Room at the Top. <laughs> Not with Corbin around. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, she had a fly on her. I think she had a flight of swag. That was a. Oh, was it John Brain room at the top? <laughs> or oh, maybe I've got that wrong. Someone, John Brain. Anyway, I may have got. I remember Joe Lampton, I think, was yes. the character. Anyway, anyway listen, it's not, it's, not, no. it's not Richard and Judy's <laughs> book. It certainly <laughs> isn't. But um, it reminded me, like, there was a girl called Anne Silito who I was at school with who, when I, got, when I was confirmed, I, her mom. <laughs> I have to take three Anne Silito a day. Yeah. <laughs> For the rash. Um, but yeah. she, I don't get that, but I'm no, moving it's on. Okay. Sounds, um, like, sounds like a medicine. I thought it sounded like a medicine. I don't, I'm trying my best. I just, you know. <laughs> no, it's all right. Um, you should have given me the wink. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I had my photo took by her mom with the Bishop of um, Birmingham, I suppose it must have been, which is quite a big okay. moment. And then uh, I never got a copy. Oh, so, really? if you're listening, Anne. Still waiting. Oh, you're going to get loads of copies now, Frank. Yeah. So, um, notable omissions from your photo album, 8, 12, 15. Yeah. I mean, for like if you met a celebrity who didn't have a camera with you, you know, <laughs> yeah. for example, oh, yeah. or saw something brilliant. Yeah. I'm not confident about this one. I'm withdrawing <laughs> it. <laughs> you can't withdraw it. I'm withdrawing see, it. Think, I'm oh. withdrawing it as a texting. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I've started reading, this is the summary, um, yes. I've started yeah. reading, because a lot of people um, start listening about now, I think. Is that when they get up, the people? I think they've had their third vomit, <laughs> and that's when you come. Which is, in, in, coincidentally, it begins um, Saturday night and Sunday morning with a, a, a young man so drunk that he, he vomits um, on two people's heads, basically, sort of nice. onto an old bloke's head and then into a woman's. Fizzog. Mm. And um, it did make me think, well, why, why was I reading this novel? And of course, at the time, <laughs> I read it, I couldn't help thinking, memories <laughs> like the pages of your mind. You thought it was your autobiography. Is that the right word, page, like page corners of your Corners. Of your mind. Of, the corners of your I believe village, so. isn't it? <laughs> corners of your village. I believe it's corners, but what do I know about musicals? Memories, memories like the corners of your mind. I, I'm and not, then, then I may be like, Is it misty watercolour? Memories. Memories. Of the way we were. Oh, yes. Well, we all know the next line. Yeah. Not even going to do it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it, it did. Uh, it was all about uh, a young 
working class. But it's lovely to be able to say working class. We should be able to tell you that during the run-up to the election, mm. we couldn't mention, we couldn't say Jeremy Corbyn, we couldn't, couldn't say, say Conservative. How, long, how many weeks was that? It's, you it's, couldn't it's mention a, the month of May. It's an off... Um, <laughs> Everything... I, I would have now. to refer to this month we're in. I don't think you could say working class. I couldn't... I'd been to a party. I couldn't tell anyone. <laughs> I'd a party. Um, it, yeah, it's been... So I think that's why we went on about the election. It's such a... Just to listen, it was like Lansing a boil. It really was. Oh, so, um, yeah, I'd recommend it. I, you know, I've been doing a bit of this. I bought a Hopalong Cassidy watch that I wanted when I was at school. I You're bought going a, down memory lane and dandy, I like it. It's, I'm rewinding mm. my whole life. I'm thinking I might lose my virginity again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it growing yeah. back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, losing my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I've still got the receipt somewhere? <laughs> That's you in the corner. <laughs> yeah, that's me in the corner <laughs> of the village. Yeah. Of your that, mind. That's me in the corner of the village. <laughs> um, corner of the village. Did decide what the book was called? The Corners of the Village. What's that, the, sorry? The house, the village with three cor- four, three corners, I think. No, 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 the name of that village. You said... <laughs> Samosa. <laughs> Samosa on, on the wald. <laughs> Where's Samosa? Yeah, um, so... Yes, I have been doing a bit of that just lately. I'm, I'm slightly worried about it. I wonder Why? if it's a thing that old people do. They start reliving. What obsessing their... over? Well, going the past. The reason? Can I tell the reason? Have you gone into past times a lot, well, even I'm though it's f- closed? Um, <laughs> yes, it's, it's, I'm actually quite nostalgic about past times. <laughs> <laughs> the, I the, days the shop has gone. <laughs> do you know what? I really miss past times. It was such a terrible shop, wasn't it? Oh, step, tread on my dreams. Because even if you were nostalgic, you were nostalgic for naff. Old bloody candle. Oh, sorry, I'm sworn. <laughs> I'm terribly in sorry. In nine years, that's the, in first, the time. first time I've ever sworn. And in on a air very in sort of 1970s nostalgic <laughs> sort of way. I think that's what it was. Everyone was swearing in past times on the radio. God and knows. And they were all using that word, which was very 70s. Yes. One thing I'm not going to start um, revisiting is what people used to do that worked in radio <laughs> in the 70s. Can we please make that clear? But yeah, it is a bit. The reason I'm rereading. Um, Saturday night and Sunday mornings. Mm. I did um, Sunday brunch. Oh, yeah. And they were going to bring it up. That was the sequel to the book, was it? That was my first novel, because I think it was Sunday morning. Somebody thought, that would be a good thing. Speaking of Sunday morning. Speaking of Sunday morning, (laughs) it's the first novel you read, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, it is, Tim. Yes. Anyway. Do um, you like reading? Souffles. (laughs) Yeah. So um, as I was leaving, I saw it on the prop table, and I said, "Uh, what are you going to do with that? And they said, well, we we won't, you know, obviously. Burn it. Any books we get, we burn them. uh, Yeah, that's what it might. Yeah, yeah, like a black military uniform <laughs> on the bloke it? who told me. Did it not come up in the convo? No, it, we never oh, got you're around too busy to it. With the but it was there, so you know, I asked for it. Oh, okay. I think that's fair enough. Yeah, who else? Yeah. They're not going to have someone else on his first novel was Saturday night and Sunday morning. No, it's a million to one shot. So <laughs> probably more. How many novels have there been? <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, absolute. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. Hello, good morning. morning. Oh, all at once. Oh. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Still no answers on the how many novels have there been <laughs> texting. No, but in fairness, I mean, that's a huge question, Frank. Come on. I think that, yeah, but you know. 
Yeah, and they're counting through Amazon as fast as they can. (laughs) 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 Oh, so um, what else? Well, go on. The same time. It's fine. It's all gone a bit one show. Uh, Gareth. Um, it's been an interesting week for inventions. People have said, what's the 10 like best that. inventions of all time? Oh, yes. No, uh, yes. The teabag was high on the list. Well, I don't think it was... Well, not it a, wasn't numerical, no, was not it? Not it was just a just, it's, and the usual ones tend to in, pop um, In no particular order. <laughs> the wheel. Saying. They love a bit of wheel. The wheel, I can't really argue with that. Penicillin, great PR um, for penicillin. No, can I say, I'm allergic to penicillin. <gasps> I find it very offensive that that was included in the top ten. It's about time I got a chance to be offended. They wouldn't put the Ku Klux Klan in the top ten. <laughs> I don't think anyone's allergic to the Ku Klux Klan, though, are they? No. I, well... <laughs> I think they just find them pretty offensive. Depends what yeah. the hoods I, are made of. Yeah, I mean, so th- those... Are, but what I'm saying is, Frank, you know, the usual ones do come up on these best inventions... But I found this list rather strange because in addition to your internets and your wheels, Mm. I'm scrolling through it. The plough. The plough? I think that's fair enough, isn't it? Really? That's a great pub. (laughs) (laughs) I was certainly glad they invented it. What use do they do? Make farms look messy? No, no, no. They they actually make farms look a little bit neater because they put those straight lines in the field. Yeah, without the plough, there's no furrow. Yeah. And with no furrow, there wouldn't be um, any seed um, indentation areas. Yeah, you need the, the plough to break Without up the, the ground. Without the plough, there the is seeds. no trawler and no seagull. Anyone, uh, any younger people who've never seen a plough, walk around any farm and you'll find one rusted and abandoned <laughs> in a corner. Yeah, oh. I, I tell you what I thought was a bit strange on that list of yeah. uh, like the best ideas of all time, basically. Yes. Um, the light bulb. <laughs> yeah. Really? Now, I don't think the light bulb <laughs> should be in the best ideas because it's become so synonymous with good ideas, oh, the light I bulb. See, yeah. I mean, sliced bread isn't on it. Yeah. That seems wrong to me. Yeah. Especially as they're our sponsor. Well, were these all the best things since... Oh, these are the best things since what? The plough is since sliced bread. Yeah, Yeah, it must be. Although, how did they make the what came first, the plough or the bread? That's one of the big questions. questions. The seeds for the wheat. And also, if there was no wheel, how did they deliver the loaves? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. the mill, and you need a mill wheel. There would have been some wheelbarrow rusting in the farm. The knife was a good... uh, yeah. I mean, it's endless. Well, what about the um, armour made it onto the list? I armor. mean, who's compiled this list? Geoffrey Chaucer? It's a bit, it's the plough? Armour? It's a bit negative, isn't it, armour? <laughs> I don't... Also, I beg to differ. No, it's defensive, isn't it? Well, it's a bit retro. Clanking <laughs> around. But not, a... not the sword. <laughs> no, but, but armour. No, swords have to be beaten into ploughshares. Oh, of course they do, yes. No yeah, one so. uses armour anymore. It's a bit Benedict it's cumbersome. I've not seen not... my trousers. I'm wearing armour trousers. <laughs> <laughs> well, not silvery armour, but people wear body armour, don't they? Yeah, but Police that's wear. got a different look. It looks more like Lord Buckethead, Matt Black. Yeah, that's true. I believe true. he had um, cricket pads on, though, didn't he? On, his, on the bottom half, Lord Buckethead. Did he? Yeah, that's black, what? spray-painted. Wasn't he worried about looking stupid? <laughs> no, because he Get was the like... Lord Buckethead look with um, black spray painted cricket pads. Yeah, imagine wearing what a cloak, the, Frank. Um... Well, you wouldn't. You might not have black spray. You can buy black cricket pads. Yeah, 
Oh, well, he, yeah, he, what about... <laughs> you know, if you played one-day cricket, you play with the white ball, you have black pants. He looked yeah. the type that would have been sitting there with the aerosol can the night before, though. It just all had a very well, homemade egg box vibe it. a very to it. good costume. Yeah. I just think vote. I just think the light bulb for an ideas thing is too obvious. It's like if they had like great organs associated with love. Mm. No, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I was going to say the heart, but the fridge was in there, <laughs> but, and that's I think the idea came first, then the light bulb, and then the fridge was made possible by the light bulb because they made the fridge, but you couldn't see any of the food in there. Oh yeah, cool. I would argue the kettle is better invention um, is a better invention than the tea bag. I mean, we're not dependent on the tea bag. It's all right. I've had better. I've had worse. But you can make loose. You can use loose tea. Exactly. We did. I mean, that's a terrible addition. I also remember them coming out. I remember there was an advert that said, <laughs> "No teas in a bag." <laughs> Papa's got a brand new bag. Do you remember armour coming out? There used to be one that went, uh, it's in the bag, it's in the bag, it's in the bag, it's in the bag. Brook Barn tea in tea bags. It was like a big uh, sensation. I love it when you look at the list of the world's greatest inventions and you remember (laughs) one of them being launched. I I can remember the internet. Respect. Respect. I think they were around before, but that was when they really hit it. Yeah, the internet, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. and I remember the plough. So we're all there. Sewers? Did you have an outside toilet? That's a strange nickname for him at this late stage in the game. (laughs) How did they invent sewers? Were the houses already there and then they had to dig underneath the houses or did they build the sewers? That would be a general sewer. What did you think of sewers being on the... With on the side. So you hang Sorry. I think sewers is a strange one as well. I don't want to be down on this list. Someone worked hard on it, did they, Buffalo? (laughs) But sewers is odd, Frank. Don't you think? Yeah, you're right. It's like mountains or something. Well, no, it isn't. (laughs) Anyway, we've been talking about this for 25 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they should have invented? The end of break. The clock? (laughs) The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We were talking about inventions. and um. My grandma's favourite joke was that her favourite invention was Venetian blinds because without those it'd be curtains for all of us. That's a good joke. Mm. Oh. Warming to your grandmother. I like her material. What's, what's she doing tonight? Um, <laughs> oh, she's probably in my age bracket. <laughs> she's in your demographic, Frank. I'll tell you what I uh, think was a great uh, invention, the cruet. Cruet? What is that? I don't quite understand is it either. Cruet? It's like pepper. Brexit all over again. Oh, I don't know what else. Oh, no, salt and pepper pots. Oh, OK. I really... Oh, why didn't you just call it salt and pepper pots? People call it cruet, do What they? is the duo called? The duo is called, yeah. Have you got a cruet? <laughs> they both of them, What's they're both on? called the cruet. Wait, like Gareth, cruet. Gareth, Gareth, I'll handle this. OK. So, is that the name for just any salt and pepper pots? Well, if you put them in the individual pots together, they become the cruet. Yeah. Really? Is this, uh, well, because you're putting doubt to them, I've got into, into fangit territory. I mean, I'm assuming... <laughs> don't do that. I'm assuming that they would have to be in some sort of carrying sort of case. So, But they can stand well, they alone. Well, do, they do sometimes come in a... Yeah, in a, in you know a, what I mean. Yeah. A bit like a tantalus, but without the lock. <laughs> Um, I'm going crate with a uh, handle. So uh, we're a cruet crate. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to create a cruet crate? <laughs> um, anyway, 
Why? Colin Hewitt. I Colin think they were a great... You know the matching to uh, the pot and the, the only mm. difference... Sometimes you just have to look to see how many holes there are on top. Who made that decision? Yeah. But also... Pepper will have more than one hole. Right. We may have that. discussed this before on the show, but it just strikes me, why, why do they have dominance over everything else in that condiment cupboard... Why the why salt and pepper? Why have they been singled out? Well, I believe in the old skipping <laughs> game, isn't it? Salt, mustard, vinegar, pepper. Mm. Where oh, salt suddenly peppers way way down the pecking order. Well, thirty days out of September. That's not my favourite. Way month. down the pick a peck of pickle <laughs> pepper um, pecking order. Yeah, I mean, it's salt mustard. Who's going to put mustard second? What kind of a yeah. stupid league table of no, condiments it, is that? It's, a sh- it's the shaking section, isn't it? It's the powders. They're putting the powders together. You know, what do you want a Lemsip shaker for when you feel <laughs> ill on anyway, lemon? I, I, what I really don't like is, yeah. the, is the contemporary idea of the grinder. You don't like grinder. <laughs> if, I oh, grind, if I want to grind salt... Unsubscribe. <laughs> You know what I mean? no, no one's forcing you to have that app, Frank. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. It's <laughs> your choice as I'm, an adult I'm, male. I'm, you I'm, make that decision. I'm happy with the app. Okay. But I'm on. <laughs> I'm on Cruy. That's the app I use. And uh, if People I'm having a party, graying. if I'm having a party, I'm able to crew it quite quickly. <laughs> no, I'm. Oh, I tell you what. If anyone's got any good ideas, anyone, by the way, I'm going to. I'm about to get a crew. Okay. I can't cope with the grinder. <laughs> with grinder. If anyone else is having any problems yeah. with grinder, I, don't I, text in. You know, the reason I didn't move to Siberia <laughs> is I didn't want to be grinding salt in my own home. <laughs> I, I just can't want, use grinder anymore. <laughs> I just want a pepper. I'm going to use. Look, they can't take that away from us. <laughs> I can still say grinder. I can say gay as in gay abandon as well. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's have a deal with this. Let's have a coalition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone knows of any um, good novelty cruets out there, I, had, I did have Daleks, but I, I'm afraid I broke the gun off one of them in a fall. Oh, dear. Did you have one of your falls? I didn't have one, but I'm afraid the Dalek did. Oh. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm sad that um, we haven't had as many Cruet texts in text as I'd well, like. Well, now that neither you, Gareth, um, that's a Daisy or Sarah have heard of a Cruet, you know, even though I know there's a Cruet, now I can feel the dark shadow of doubt falling across. Well, someone... There's definitely it's a Cruet, a, a salt and pepper thing. 526 remembers a Cruet featuring in an episode of Steptoe and Son, I believe. Well, there you go, that's my spiritual Albert home. Steptoe exchanged Harold's matching Cruet. Harold? <laughs> yes, well... See, my main problem is, as I, um, as you know, I love a hard-boiled egg with a bit of salt on it. Mm. Now, in the old days, as I've established on this show, I used to fill my navel with salt and dip it in there. But now I live it. Now I share. I forgot. No, I forgot. I'd block that out. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Now I have a partner. <laughs> it's it's not as acceptable. You can use hers. <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd be great. I like the idea of them using yeah. each other. I've also got a boxer dog who does headstands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I. Um, if you're eating an hard-boiled egg, it, you need 
you, you can't grind onto it because grinding is a... oh, grinding onto a hard-boiled egg. Because <laughs> gr- will, will the horror never end? Because <laughs> grinding a salt. Imagine gr- it every week. <laughs> but a salt grinder is a two-hand job. You'd agree. So I don't know where to put the hard-boiled egg. <laughs> Uh, is it too early to go to a break? <laughs> well, I'm right, aren't I? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you so you know, in the old days, I'd old, hard boiled egg in one hand. <laughs> and, let's not go there. And then I'd put a bit of salt from the salt cellar. Mm. Perfect. Mm. Now, after put the hard boiled egg down, I've, I, I ended up holding one in a tea towel between my thighs to put salt on it. Is that good? No. <laughs> Oh. I always it's think a golf tea. Sounds like a 1970s party game. I don't like yeah. it. No, I thought about an egg cup, about putting it in an egg cup, hard by, with that with the shell taken off, which I've oh. never seen done. Yeah. I've all oh. considered it's an egg cup. You think it must have happened, but I've never seen that. I've never seen that as well. I imagine because of the clamminess of the egg exterior, it you get be... you get an airlock. <laughs> It would be sweaty as all get out. You wouldn't be able to get it out, I think. It'd lock in. It would be suctioned in, and I wouldn't like that. Oh, when it come out. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yes, I, I, I've got to get a salt cellar. OK. If nothing well, else. I'm sure we can arrange that. I, mean, I don't know if, you know, I think they're on the way up. Everyone thinks, oh, it's so sort of cool. You know, I'm a foodie, so I use a salt grinder. Oh, do you? <laughs> Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 424, too much egg talk. <laughs> too much egg talk. Too much egg talk. Well, my favourite invention <laughs> I had was an apple peeler. And it was sort of like, it was a vice Did thing. it have a handle at one yes. end and like a blade at the oh, other? Oh, I thought mm. this was a new type of phone. I think Sorry. That, <laughs> is it also known this... as a knife? No. Okay. It was like a vice... And it had um, it had a thing that you stuck yes. the apple onto, and then you wound a handle. Yeah. It did have a handle. Oh, I've seen those. You wound yes. it, and yeah. it cores the apple. It takes the skin off, and it also cuts it into a spiral. The sort of thing, Frank, they would do demonstrations in store. A lady yes. having marriage problems yeah. would do a demonstration <laughs> in store. Had to go back yeah. to work and after start, the kids. Would start <laughs> crying mid-demonstration. I, is that the one in the sound in the Sound of Music? <laughs> And they no. sing, they sing Apple Vines. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm win back after the anti-egg um, text. That's you from Len. Len didn't like it. If he listened it. earlier, he would have got the egg, all the egg material, the uh, chicken material. Yeah. <laughs> or was it the egg material first and then the chicken material? Mm. <laughs> I'll work that out. Mm. But it was a wonderful invention, but actually when you eat an apple, you only really eat one apple at a time. And really you could you could do 50 apples with that in five minutes. And so I didn't really, you know, it wasn't worth getting what, it out also and the peel. clamping it to the sideboard. <laughs> Did you, um, you have some sort of turnover well, business? But why unclamp it? 
Why not just leave it? Oh, next there's to, a question. <laughs> next to the, you know, you could put it next to the meat. Well, it had sort of a blade coming off it. It had spikes. It was quite dangerous. Yeah, sounds like something you come across in the S and M community. <laughs> I had, um, I had one of those clamp on uh, pencil sharpness. You know those? That I used to. Yeah. Well, the teacher always had those. Yeah, but they were brilliant. Mm. Yeah. I, if I saw occasionally, I'd see an invention like that, which was a sort of industrial thing, and get one for my own home. Yeah. Yeah. I have three I, holes for the pencil. So there wasn't yes. just one. Oh, I Depending love that. Depending on the, the thickness. The, it's a sort of bowling ball feel yeah. to it. Yeah. And also I, I bought one of those, you know, those big um, blocky sellotape, big heavy metal sellotape things, mm. and with the sharp bit. <sighs> now, can I tell you what I loved about those? It was a sort of communist grey. Yes, the base, it was, I yeah. Found. And not a colour you see often these days. No, it, was, it, it. was when office work was associated with <laughs> dullness. <laughs> And not people in Homer Simpson ties telling yeah. you jokes. Yeah. So everyone accepted there was a certain, um, as you say, a sort of communist dullness to it. Seven seven six wants to talk of eggs. Unlike Len, he says I was on the underground yesterday and there was a man eating a hard-boiled egg. Is that acceptable? Ah. It depends where he was put in the discarded um, shell. <laughs> okay. I think. Yeah. If he was piecing it back together to create a hollow shell. Um, which he was using in some sort of uh, tableau mm. of the ascent of man. I think that's acceptable. Okay. But we're all different. I once in one of the... Remember those innovations catalogues? I saw a cruet um, mm. for sale in there. And they said um, it had been developed by NASA technology. Ah. <laughs> um, so it could be used in space. And I thought, in space. good, that's good. <laughs> How? What because do I? But what do I get out of this? <laughs> but gravity's very important to the cruet set, is it not? Yeah, oh yeah, I, exactly. So how did it work? Also, they haven't got. You know a lot what? On. I didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this is too, too much. I don't want NASA involved in my. Uh, well, they haven't got seasoning. much else to do right now, NASA. The seasoning must be low on their list, surely. <laughs> I think they've got other stuff to do, haven't they? No, space travel's very out of vogue now. They make now. badges. Got a big badge manufacturer. What do they make? Sateen bomber jackets. <laughs> and badges. Badges and baseball caps. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're just like super dry. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. How about, Frank, um... I was thinking about it for eating an egg. You get a plate. You've got a plate. Mm. Yeah. Egg on the plate. Put some salt on the plate. Mm. Dip the egg in the salt. Yeah, but I've done that. I did it with a little um, little bowl thing, but mm. it's it's not the same as that holding it and putting the. Oh, anyway, okay. let's not upset yes. the bloke as anti-egg. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> did you hear about the museum? The Museum of Failure in Sweden. I did hear about that. It's got quite a lot of coverage. I like the sound of it. It's good. So it's all sorts of inventions and products, things that didn't really work. I think Mm. there's something good about it. It's a good idea. Yeah. So they've got to... And and if it does fail, Mm. of course they're covered. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They've got the green... Do you remember green ketchup? Heinz brought out green ketchup. I I remember that. I absolutely don't remember. So was it like regular ketchup except that it was just green? green. But what was it? Was it green tomatoes? I don't... Oh, presumably. I guess so. 
I don't know. Well, there's, all the they had a there's, all the, there's all the green things in the vegetable kingdom. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. I'd I think... say the vegetable. <laughs> yeah. They got they got a surplus of green. <laughs> <laughs> Branch but... out. The Trump board game was in there. Yes. Now this was um, based on his time on uh, The Apprentice, wasn't it? It was called I'm, I'm Back and You're Fired. Yes. Where had he gone? <laughs> I'm loath to mock the Trump board game because me and David Badil <laughs> brought out a thing called Fantasy Manager or uh, something. You did a board game. Did you? And that we tried to play. We tried to play it once. <laughs> Was it difficult? And neither of us could work out the rules. Did you have it. any involvement in the game then? Did you? Come yes, to- we got some money for it. Uh- <laughs> um, our only involvement in the game was the disgrace of not being able to play a game which we were on the cover of the box. Mm. Yeah, but oh, it was still terrible, rubbish. And I apologize. anyone who bought it, I apologise. <laughs> I think there was a sort of computer Full version refund? of it. Full refund? No, let's not go crazy. <laughs> David might be willing to offer the refund if he's listening. Yeah, I think know. I think I remember Dave saying he would give a, yeah, a full I remember refund. That. You can yeah. get him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so contact him. <laughs> and he'll send you some um, it'll be one of those what is it, Bitcoin. I don't know, but my phone's already warming up from the imminent text that's about to arrive. <laughs> Uh, so I, 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 yeah, I have some sympathy for yeah. that. I'll tell you what I did like the sound of. Mm-hmm. Pass, pass me by completely. Go on. In the uh, in the Fowley Museum, fat-free Pringles. <laughs> yes, yeah. I like the sound of them. Who knew? Yes. Who knew? So they were considered a failure because I think they had an adverse effect on your uh, digestive system. Did they? Yeah. Well, I'm sure Pringles did, don't they? Well, I don't Actually, know. Actually, let's not, they might yeah, advertise us. Unless, of but, course, they advertise us, in which, they're extreme, in which case they're yeah. very nourishing. He yeah. said, no, they gave, he said they gave, give you diarrhoea. Yeah. Oh, really? And, and once you pop, you can't stop, isn't supposed to mean that. <laughs> Goodness I me. mean. I just thought that. Please. They should, not fat for they could have called them Thingles. <laughs> Pringles. <laughs> now you could buy that, wouldn't you? If they bring also, out Diane Pringles, if you're listening, you're from Pringles, you're going to bring out Diane Pringles, you can have that. If you're listening and you're from Pringles, can I just say, if you're going to have a fat-free product, though, don't have the big round face of the soldier man on the front. No. Because he doesn't... Have spy- me on the front. <laughs> yes. Drawn. You're the inspiration. Yeah, that's what you want. Skeletal. He's not a thin inspiration, that fat soldier. <laughs> No, I mean, he's, he gives complete the wrong impression. He doesn't. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think he has thingles. No. I think a good, a, a good failure of branding that they have is Colgate frozen lasagna. So, what was the idea I behind like that? that? It's like matey. Do you remember matey used to wash, used to have bubble bath and it cleaned the bath as well. You had Colgate lasagna and it cleaned your teeth while it was happening. It's a little bit minty for lasagna, but it's all right. It's like sort of Sif perfume, isn't it? But, you know, matey, what I liked is that the hats doubled up as the, um, well, it was his hat and it was the lid. Yeah, mm. very good. Oh, I mean, that was clever, the twist they put on that. Is it still going, matey? <laughs> the twist they put on that <laughs> screw cap. Can you still get matey? Yeah. He's got a girlfriend as well, which, oh, can I just say, that, came as something of a surprise. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> well, he did get matey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I used to think when I when I tried matey as a, as a as a child, I mm. thought, just think when I'm fifty, all bath foam will clean the bath as well, yeah. and no one else incorporated it. Mm. Yeah, you, I thought it was the future. I don't remember if he had a jingle matey. <laughs> don't call me matey. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I know it was new, mate. It's a bundle of fun. <gasps> I see shanty, And then it ended with, and he cleans the bath as well. <laughs> I don't think, I think... Or was that, that an advert for an old pair? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh. i got to say, before we go from this, and it is time, but I, the, uh, when the inventions that... Comp- Whenever inventions are mentioned, I can't remember. I can't forget when I saw for the first time the invention that I thought that is the cleverest invention and it will catch on and make millions. And I respect the person who come up with that. I refer, of course, (laughs) to the umbrella hat. Which I honestly thought the umbrella hat, or as I like to call it, the hands free. <laughs> I thought that's it for the handle umbrella. That is yeah. it. Problem solved. And it turned out the person who invented it made not all. It turns out <laughs> people want to look attractive and people nice. People want to hold their umbrellas in their well, hands. It wasn't big enough. It wasn't big enough. You'd need a chin strap. You need if it was the proper size. You'd need a chin strap. I had one with a chin strap. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) I must have looked attractive. It had the Turkish flag on the umbrella (laughs) and a chin strap. Yeah. Um, I thought they were brilliant, especially if you got a a hard-boiled egg in one hand and a salt (laughs) cellar in the other. Anyway, um, oh, I still can't believe they didn't catch on. Really. No, Good I, job I didn't have money when they'd have come out. I'd have put it all in. <laughs> that would have been me, Don. And thank you so much um, for listening today. It's been a joy as ever. Gareth, it's always lovely to have lovely spend time in your company. I, I don't have that many friends who bought me for my birthday a two-volume analysis of the Gospel of St John. Oh. He knows me so well. <laughs> anyway, bring on the flowers. You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.